bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobiel. And now, today's word. Now, a lot of us have hope. And I think most Ghanaians have hope. It's part of our nature to be very hopeful. But hope by itself will not change the situation. Hope helps you to stay on track when things don't look good. But faith takes the future and brings it to the present so that now you can turn things around. So we use the name of Jesus as the key. We use faith as the door handle. And faith turns the promises of God. I like the song we just sang, Standing on the Promises of God. It turns the promises of God into reality. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Nobody can have faith for you. Faith is like food. I can't eat for you. Except maybe you are a fetus in my stomach. Then when I eat, some will get to you. But as an adult, I can't eat for you. I can't faith for you. Faith comes by hearing the word. I need to grow my faith. You need to grow your faith too. Now, I know a lot of us believe in men of God and pastors to help us and to carry us. And, and it's, it's good we can stand with you in prayer, but no pastor can have faith for you. Years ago, I don't think the practice still goes on, but we used to hear that there were uh, spiritual, spiritualists or spiritual leaders or whatever. And, uh, you know, if you wanted them to pray for you, they, they would say they will fast for you. They fast for you maybe for three days or a week. And, and you have to bring uh, food for him to break his fast. It's almost like you are hiring a faster. So, so you, you give him some milo and give him some, uh, uh, some eggs and, and, and other things, you know. And most of the time what they break the fast with is enough not to fast. And somehow we think, if, if I can do, give it to the pastor, if I can befriend a pastor, if I can know a man of God, if I go to a prophet and he gives me a word, or gives me a prophetic word, everything will be all right. No, nobody can have faith for you. You must eat the word yourself. You must eat it yourself. You must open that Bible. You must read it. You must discover the promise of God. You must meditate on it. You must declare it with your mouth. You must stand on that promise. You must turn that handle yourself. It cannot be done for you. So the name of Jesus is the key, but faith is the handle. And what does faith do? Faith pushes past all barriers and limitations. Faith is a force. It swings the door and shows us what is available beyond the door. Many times people use the name of Jesus in prayer. They unlock the door, but they never push. 
to see what God can do. They sit there and hope that things will happen. But nothing happens until you have turned the key, until you have turned the door handle. Then you go to the next step. What do you do? This is the protocol of access. You've turned the key. So you know that the door is unlocked and that you can move it. But then if you stand behind, nothing is happening. So you come by faith. You say, God says it. God, you said so. Your word says so. You said by your stripes I'm healed. You said that you make me the head and not the tail. Your word says, your word says, your word says. When you, you quote the word of God and believe in the word of God, you are turning the handle of the door. Are you following me? You turn the handle of the door and by faith you push the door. That's powerful. Now, normally when you enter the unknown, you are very, very, very nervous. Have you entered a place you've never been before? You enter the door Normally, you stand at the entrance and you look around. Say, wow. Then you ask yourself, should I go? Should I stay? Should I return? Did I come to the right place? So, you unlock by the key. You turn by faith. You enter with boldness. You enter with boldness. Boldness. Boldness is the protocol for entering God's presence. God does not want us to come before him in timidity. God is not looking for timid people. And he's not looking for pitiful people either. Because he tells us in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 16, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You want God to help you. You want the mercy of God. You don't come with timidity. You don't come beating yourself. Oh Lord, you know, I am just a little worm. You know, I am nothing. Oh God, you know, I am rotten. No, no, that's not how you come to God. He says, we come boldly. Why do we come boldly? Because we have a high priest. So because we have a high priest, when we come before the presence of God, we don't beat ourselves down. Oh Lord, I'm just a worm. I'm rotting. I am nobody. I am just a wretched man. Lord, you know, I don't even deserve it. Because many times people quote the centurion who says to Jesus, I am not worthy that you should come to me, but speak the word. 
and I'll be, my servant will be well. And we, we've made it our mantra. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. It's true that in yourself you are not worthy. But the high priest makes you worthy. And this Roman centurion who said, I am not worthy, was not a Jew. And so he was a Gentile, and by protocol, Gentiles had no access to the presence of God. So he says, I'm not fit to enter. But when you are washed by the blood of Jesus and cleansed by the blood of Jesus, and Jesus is your high priest, you can come boldly. God wants his people to be bold before him. He doesn't want his people standing there not knowing what to say. You come before God. Uh, he says, what do you want? Uh, uh, Lord, whatever you want. <laughs> you know? <laughs> whatever you want, Lord. <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> you have to be bold. The word bold also means be plain. When you come to God, don't run circles. Oh God, you know, uh, uh, if you did it, I would like it. But I don't mind. If you don't want to do it, it's okay. Me too. I, 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 no, be bold. I need this from you, Lord. I need favor. I need mercy. I need grace. I need a turnaround. I need this. I need that. Be bold. Boldness is coming before God clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Our boldness is not in our own righteousness or worthiness, but it's based on what Jesus has done for us. Many people who see, have seen the presence of God become overawed by the splendor of God's majesty. And I suppose in the analogy I'm using, you're standing before this door. You have no idea what's in there, but you know, God is there or the great king is there or whatever. And, 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 and you have the key. So you turn the lock and you hear the unmistakable sound of a door unlocked. And you say, wow, it works. The name works. The door is unlocked. Then you're standing there wondering what to do. And then... You say, well, but he says I should come. So based on his word, I am coming. So you take hold of the door handle and you open it. So now two things have worked. The name of Jesus and faith. Now you are there and you are in the presence of God. Granting you enter into this building. And it is a magnificent building. The place is splendorous. Exquisitely furnished. Trimmings of gold, floor of precious stones, chairs, seats, flower vases that will be your 10-year salary, paintings on the wall from the classics. And you say, wow, where have I come? And you are looking around and you go, you look right out there and far out there, there's somebody sitting on the throne and there are people surrounding him and there are all kinds of important people going up and down. And you, now you don't know what to do. You're wondering, am I in trouble? Did I break protocol? Am I going to be arrested? 
I've used the name. I've used faith. Now this thing is bigger than I thought. So your confidence is low. And I want you to imagine this. This person is standing there. This is where he wants to come. He sees everything he needs is here. But the place is bigger than he thought. And whilst he's thinking, should I go back? Should I stay? The man who sits on the throne, there is another guy at his right hand. Who is his son? He gets up from around the throne and he walks right from there. And as he's coming, he's smiling to you and he comes to welcome you. And he knows your name already. And he says, you're welcome. We've been expecting you. He puts his arms around you. And at that time when he does that, your inferiority complex vanishes. So now you are approaching the throne, not with fear and trepidation, because you are escorted by this gentleman who is related to the man on the throne, and he's bringing you to the throne of grace. And when you are going there, you are going with boldness. I, if, if I was you, you'd be looking around at some of the uh, important people and be waving at them. Hi. Nice to see you. You almost feel like a great dignitary who, who, who has reported. And, and this guy is taking you there and you know he's important and everybody's looking at him and looking at you and all of a sudden you believe that you will be heard. Because he has qualified you. And then he brings you to the father. And he says, you know, dad, this is the young man I was talking about, you know. And I told you we should help him. And he's here to just uh, present his request before you. I can tell you at that time, your faith is very high. You can ask for mountains. You can ask for kingdoms. You can ask for cars. You can, whatever you can ask for, you can ask for. Why? It's not because of yourself but because somebody there thinks you are qualified to talk to the king and you have been properly introduced. That is why the Bible says, because we have a high priest who bears our infirmities, let us come with boldness. Boldness. Boldness is knowing that God would do what he says he would do. After you've been escorted, at this time you believe all things are possible. All things are possible. When does a believer begin to believe that all things are possible? Not in yourself, but when your faith in Christ grows, your faith in possibility also grows. At that time you can ask for anything. Anything. You become bold and audacious in your prayer. You're not asking for crumbs under the table. You're asking for the children's bread. Boldness. And what makes us come before God with boldness is Jesus. It's Jesus. He's the chief protocol officer 
who comes to pick us from the door and connects us to the throne is Jesus. So now, you've turned the lock, and what is the key? What is the key? What is the key? The name of Jesus. Now that has unlocked the door and you've opened the door. What is the door handle? Faith. Now you've entered the presence and what is your attitude? Boldness. Now something is going to happen. You're going in boldness and you go before the king. That is not the time to stand and say, hey king, hey, long time no see, bro. No. Something is going to change when you get there. And that's the last one, and then we close. When you get to his presence, worship. 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 Psalm 95, verse 3 to 7 says, For the Lord is a great God, the great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth, the heights of the hills are his also, the sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our maker. He is our God, and we are the people of his pastor and the sheep of his hand. Today, okay, that's all right. Worship opens our hearts to all that God has for us. It helps us receive as we approach God's throne. Here is somebody who wanted a miracle. You want a miracle. You want a breakthrough. You want breakthrough. As Ghanaians say, breakthrough. And I don't know what your miracle is. Maybe you want financial breakthrough. Maybe you want healing. You want some turnaround. You, you want a contract to work for you. Or you want a child. Or you want your child to be saved. You want your husband to be saved. Your, your, and and think, I mean, all of these things. But when you stand before his presence, all of those things vanish. Because what is important to you is no longer important. You thought your problems were great until you saw the greatness of his majesty. You thought that, oh, oh, this problem cannot be solved until you saw the splendor of his glory. And the moment you see him, you are consumed by him and no longer by your problem. Have you ever been in the presence of somebody, you know, you, you really wanted to, to say something to him, and then you met him, and you couldn't ask one thing. You had decided, oh, when I meet him, I'll ask him this, I'll tell him this, I'll ask him this, I'll tell him that, and then they usher you into his presence, and you are there, and you can't ask for anything. You say, oh, I'm happy to meet you. Oh, you are wonderful. You know, I've been thinking about you. I've been reading about you. I read your book, and I read that book, and I read that book, and I read that book. And, and, and you're going on worshiping and praising him because at that time, every question, every need is gone. His presence overwhelms you. And all you want to do is to let him know you appreciate him. And sometimes, actually, you leave his presence and you didn't ask for anything. But the good news is, although you didn't ask anything from him and you were consumed by his presence, 
when you are leaving his presence, he has some doorkeepers. And there is prior instruction when this guy is leaving my presence, load him goodness, mercy, benefits, abundance. Load him. So you, you are leaving the presence and you say, I didn't ask anything. I didn't, I had problems. I didn't talk to him. But as you leave his presence, you are loaded. Because he actually knew your needs before you used the key at the entrance. He actually gave you permission to use the key. He gave you the grace to exercise the faith. He gave you the boldness to come. And so when you come to worship him, he releases to you more than what you were asking for. If you want to know the spiritual protocol for entering God's presence, this is how it works. When you come before the presence of God and you're talking about it, oh God, you know, you know God. Oh God, I'm wonderful. Oh God, I am wonderful. Do do you hear about me? Everybody thinks I'm great. Oh God, I'm powerful. Oh God. Now, if you're full of yourself, then there's no space for him to put anything again. But normally when you come before the presence of any great person, I don't consider myself that great. But I've had people, you know, sometimes people come to see me and they say, oh, you know, they're talking sometimes. Oh, I want to see Dr. Otabel. I want to see Pastor Otabel. I want to see Pastor Otabel. And then they come and they're standing. Especially the children. Many times, you know, parents will come to me and they say, oh, my child, my child, anytime my child says he wants to see, my child says he wants to see, my, so I, to, today, finally, they're in my office and they are there. <laughs> I am not God. I am just men so tough and they are there. Oh. And I said, how are you? What do you want? Shake my hand. Bye-bye, then they go. I'm sure after that they go and talk and talk and talk and talk. But it happens to us spiritually when we truly encounter the presence of God that we forget about our needs. If the first thing you do in prayer is to talk about your needs, you haven't encountered God. You haven't. Because the day you encounter him, your problems will vanish. You will not talk about your needs. You will not talk about your problems. You just worship him. We want to come before him for a couple of minutes before we close. And we want to come in the name of Jesus. We want to come by faith. We want to come with boldness. And we want to worship him as we observe the protocol of access in our walk with God. Hallelujah. Just lift up holy hands to God for just a minute or two. So we come this morning in the name of Jesus. We enter in by faith and come before you with boldness through Christ. And we offer you our worship. Thank you for access. 
Thank you for giving us audience. Thank you for open doors. Thank you for every need met. Thank you for miracles in this auditorium this morning. Thank you for turnarounds in this auditorium. Thank you, Lord, for every need met in this auditorium. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. In Jesus' name. And let's give it to him who sits on the throne. We worship you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebill, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebill. Email otebill at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.